This episode of Shootcast is brought to you by Modus Operandi Brewing, based in Motorvale and Sydney's Northern Beaches, one of Australia's best craft brewers. Be sure to check the guys out online or why not visit the brewery. Thank you to Modus for your support of the show. Well, what feels like the longest postseason in living memory is now over. The Shoot Shield kicks off this Saturday. I know all of our players, coaches, officials and fans uh, cannot wait to get into the action. To preview the season ahead, I've got Mark Cashman joining me from Rugby News. Casho's got all the team's prospects for the season ahead and plenty of other happenings in the club rugby scene. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Shootcast. Welcome to Shootcast, our first episode back for 2022. I've got Mark Cashman from Rugby News uh, on the other end of the line. How are you, Casho? Not too bad, Burjo. Listen, it's been the longest uh, pre-season in, uh, or off-season in, uh, in, in Shoot Shield history, hasn't it? But, uh, mate, we're, uh, we're ready to go. It may be a bit wet underfoot on the weekend, but uh, hopefully we get six games of footy played. Mate, I'd, I'd say it was uneventful, but it certainly wasn't. I mean, in the midst of the pandemic, we've had, you know, the threat of World War Bloody Three. We've had famous Australian sportsmen dying. We've had floods. We've got people getting slapped at the Oscars and haven't even kicked a footy, mate. It's, it's all been happening. That's right. And my daughter's been visiting from London. So, you know, that's, uh, that's taken a lot of priority away from, uh, uh, from footy and uh, other bits and pieces. But uh, love you to see her. I, I'm, I'm just... I'm just trying to figure out how, how I can get it to uh, come back and uh, live in Sydney. Yeah, that's nice, mate. Nice to hear the families uh, reconnecting during this period. It's been a long wait for a lot of families out there. I'm uh, getting to know mine a little more because I'm in uh, ISO this week, so I'm not even going to get to the Shoot Shield round one fixture. I was planning on a trip down to Foreshore to watch the Marlins uh, kick off their season against the Rebels, but looks like I'll be uh, with my eyes glued to Stan. Uh, talk to our great mate Swaney today. They're all ready to go for the coverage, so uh, looking forward to that, and I'm sure we'll hear from him soon. Um, there's been plenty of interesting stuff happening, and I know you've been involved with uh, Super Rugby. We've seen plenty of the Australian sides go head-to-head, and I know they're awaiting um, the New Zealand interaction, obviously post uh, all their restrictions coming off, which is seemingly happening now. But what have you made so far, maybe more so around the Waratahs uh, under Darren Coleman? Uh I'm seeing some some good signs there, and and maybe some more observations of the competition, Kasha. Well, I, I, I was at the regular launch, which was a lovely breakfast at the Collaroy Beach Club, uh, and uh, yeah, listen, DC was the uh, uh, the guest speaker there, and he he spoke about the things that they did during the off season about uh, about uh, really rebuilding confidence there, and uh, mm. I think you you'd probably notice that they're a side that. Looked as looked as look. They now look as though they're being coached by a good coach, and uh, that's sort of like uh, coming through. And uh, a lot of contributors there. You know, you have Chris Whittaker, Jason Gilmore, DC, of course. So he he's trying to do things a bit uh, a bit old school, and yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, it's it it's coming up with uh, with the right vibe, I think. You know, like they're probably eighteen months away from being a side like. Say Queensland Reds or something like that, but for sure, uh, yep. we are heading in the right direction. Yeah, it's definitely the feeling. You can see the culture and the togetherness in the squad. I guess it was always going to be um, a little bit of a rocky road. The results, you know, 
weren't always going to come immediately. He's probably going to rule a couple of the games we've had already, you know, tight one there against the Reds and, and some other ones, but they've been competitive in every match. I guess um, from their point of view, they're really going to have to watch the attrition rate as they start to come into uh, some of the big sides because they had a pretty youthful side uh, on the weekend who, who I thought did really well, you know, um, players that we've known really well in shoot shield footy, you know, um, young Jack Grant, Tane Edmund in the halves, I thought were really promising um, given some of their more illustrious uh, opponents. But um, I think DC will probably have an eye that to make sure his squad's uh, uh, going to be healthy when they start playing the New Zealand sides. And they'll, they'll obviously welcome back Michael Hooper this week. Yeah, 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 that'll be good. And listen, I, I, I just think it's great to see a guy like Jed Holloway actually getting out there and uh, and performing. And then at the other end of things, you've got a young kid like, like Teddy Wilson, David Wilson's uh, youngest mm. boy, uh, doing so well when he came on a, a, against the Reds. So Jed looks absolutely fantastic. You know, like I've seen pictures of him with his shirt off in the in, in the rooms and uh, yep. really noticed the work that's been done there. And yep. I'm, I'm not just talking about Jed Holloway here. I'm talking about everybody from, you know, uh, squad member one through to squad member 45 or however many are, are, are in that Waratah squad. They're putting the work in. But they, they, they look tough, but uh, they look fit, and you know that, that all helps, doesn't it? It does. I reckon DC looks actually a bit fit. He must have been getting into a bit of preseason uh, with the boys, which is great. Um, I, I echo your comments around Holloway. He looks as good as he's ever looked. He reminds me when he was he was playing out of his socks in 2014 before I think he had a, a shoulder or a knee injury that really set him back. He was on track for, uh, for Wallaby honours, I felt, that year. And uh, maybe uh, this year I... I, I, I could see it. He, he he made the initial wider squad, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he has actually. So uh, you know, he's he's in there this week uh, with that Wallaby group up up on the Gold Coast. So yeah, listen, I um, I, I hope he he sort of uh, drinks it all in and, uh, and 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 makes an impression. But uh, mm. listen, he's uh, you know he's big, he's mobile. You know, like he's not a. He's, he's not a, a Darcy Swain, you know, towering inferno type, type of thing guy. But uh, listen, you know, there's, uh, he pushes on that tight end side, does, does really well, good scrummager, gets around the field, carries the ball. What else do you know? Yeah, no, always been a, a, an outstanding player. The, um, just quickly, the Six Nations was pretty compelling viewing. Um, it's really looking very strong up north uh, as we're, you know, a year out or a year and a bit out from a, from a World Cup. And the hosts, the French, uh, they're looking like potentially uh, top dogs in world rugby. Well, listen, if, um, if, if they kept on playing, they'd keep on winning. So they'd, uh, mm. they'd, they'd obviously knock South Africa and the All Blacks out of, uh, out, out of those uh, couple of top positions. But, uh, listen, they're a, they're a very good side. We saw a lot, a lot of them during the... Uh, during the uh, inbound series, so, so like last year, uh, the fullback, uh, we, we, we obviously didn't see DuPont, but uh, we saw several others. And, mm. uh, yeah, they, they're exposing them to this level of, level of rugby 18 months out from or a, a bit under 18 months out from the Rugby World Cup at home in France. So, uh, listen, uh, you, you, you'd get a sneaky 20 on the, on France to, uh, to win the thing, wouldn't you? Well, I think it would. It just it looks like you know, or the South sort of South Africa sort of, 
you know, one foot out the door and sort of New Zealand maybe lamenting playing Australia too regularly. Uh, it just feels like that's the premier competition in the world up there, the Six Nations now. It, it's really, um, really, really strong. The crowds are full of gusto. They're all sold out crowds and it's just the perfect the perfect uh, warm-up for the World Cup. So uh, look forward to seeing that. We're obviously looking forward to England coming out to our shores this year for a test series against the Wallabies. Didn't go so well for Australia last time. I don't think we registered a win. Um, but Eddie Jones will be looking to uh, maybe uh, keep his job cash up. Well, you know, quite possibly. Uh, a lot of media talk in, in around yeah. Eddie. Uh, yeah. uh, whether he's heading in the right direction, I suppose, We'll only be able to uh, answer that question at the end of at the end of next year, twenty twenty three, in and around uh, you know uh, Paris or you know wherever England are playing at that uh, at that end of the uh, the Rugby World Cup competition. But absolute mm. fantastic preview here all through uh, July in, in Australia uh, should be uh, should be some fantastic footy. Yeah, I, I don't think he'll lose his job. He's, he's had a pretty good uh, tenure thus far. It's starting to wobble. And, uh, mate, the English media, as you know, Casho, would like to get their knives out uh, early. Um, we'll move on. Uh, so we head into uh, 2022 um, in the Shoot Shield. Uh, obviously, as we know, it's been a couple of indifferent seasons. Uh, 2020 was obviously COVID plague and, and ended up Gordon, which were the dominant side of you taking out the title. And, um, you know, last year in 2021, we didn't get round to a grand final day. Uh, the first time we couldn't award a winner since the war time. So it's certainly been interesting times to shoot shield as it has the rest of the world. Um, there's been plenty happening um, in the off-season. Obviously, as Kasia said, it's been a big off-season. We've got really big uh, movement on a coaching front. We've got five or six coaching changes uh, amongst the sides with uh, huge player movement and player restrictions, I guess. I think, you know, with the pandemic, we've lost a lot of players inbound. I know at a club, you know, particularly a club like Manly or Ringer, you know, we usually get a the travelling player, which has really not been as frequent. But as the borders start to open up, we, we, we're probably going to see a bit more of an influx of players this season. But we've also lost a lot of players, uh, particularly now with the emerging market in, in America with the MLR. Um, and a lot of our players are really getting picked up for the Premiership in the UK. I mean, you only got to look at uni's uh, contribution to how many players they've lost from 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 last year. But really feels cash out. It's, it's, it's hard to get a gauge on this year. And so many teams going through a reset. I think the clubs, maybe with the most amount of new faces and coaching set up, might be best poised for, for the season ahead. It's, it's funny you mentioned, uh, you know, the... Uh uh, the opening market in the uh, in the major league rugby competition in in, in the states, and mm. you know, it's, there's also the ones uh, in Japan, and there's uh, yep. you know the, the ones in the Celtic nations, and and also the UK. But there was a time there towards the end of last year when when university were farewelling just about uh, a, a player a week. Yeah, it's like it, 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 every uh, every couple of days, which it, which is which is great when, when you think that there's recognition. From playing in the shoot shield that, uh, that that you wanted in some of these professional organisations, but it's uh, it uh, as you say, it's it's a major reset uh, at, at at a number of clubs, and I think uh, probably the most stable club though, uh, and dare I say, is uh, is probably Northern Suburbs. Uh, Zach Beers still in charge. Harry Dury's the, uh, uh, the, uh, the the captain and uh, inside centre. Um, Angus Sinclair's there. They'll probably get a bit of uh, 
a bit of a few sightings of Hugh uh, on at, at the back end of the shoot shield season. So it's it's going to be interesting to see how that sort of pans out, and they've uh, they've sort of added to their front row ranks a very good Scottish prop called George Thornton. So uh, yeah, things. Things I, I think are moving along uh, sort of nicely, but uh, you've got to play the footy and you've got to win the footy to uh, make the make the finals. And of course, the final series as uh, as 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 will have quite a few combatants. Eight, I believe. Oh, eight for the final series. That's that's uh, news for Shootcast, mate. So all uh, so eight sides out of the twelve. That's correct. Yeah. That's a big final series. Well, it's a good incentive for uh, teams that have been sort of on the periphery, you would say to speak. And I think, I think that middle t- tier of the competition is going to get very competitive from five down to about eleven. So you know, and even even lower. Let's be honest, there's a big revival happening out in the two blues. But if we have a look at the table from last year. We might talk to each side as to where they sort of wrapped up. Um, obviously, we only got through nine and ten games last season, but Uni did finish on top. Nine from nine. They've got a new coach in Sean Hedger, a very experienced coach. But as we just outlined, they have lost 12 starting players from 2021. So uh, they'll be relying heavily on that famous uh, Colts program and the lower grades to uh, to start off the season, hey, Kasha? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah very, very much so. And that, uh, that fabled uh, Colts system has, uh, has served them well, very, yeah, served them very well in, in, in the past. So, you know, they're... Uh, they uh, they they get off by working hard and, and getting lucky to you to use the cliche but uh, it's it's been a formula that uh, that's worked uh, over the years for, for you know well over twenty years and uh, I think that's uh, very much uh, going, going to be the case here but uh, yeah short short hedges. Lost, I think, uh, 12 first graders from last year. Just reading the list. Tom Osborne, Chris Talakai, Declan Moore, Matt Sandell, Luke Porter, Champion de Crespigny, O'Regan, Theo Strang, Ben Hughes, Matt Hood. Jeez, it's a fair list. Nathan Tamoy, Nathaniel Tamoy, Tim Clements. So he's got a lot of work to do, but he's picked up a very handy player in Simon Kennywell, who's been a terrific player in the Sevens program. Was at Ramwick uh, previously. Uh, now Uni have picked him up, so that's definitely a pickup for the students, Kasha. Oh yeah, 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 very much so. And uh, you know, the, the the thing about Uni is uh, is they have a style. They yes. stick to it. It works. It's all mm. about field position. It's all about kicking to uh, to the corners and uh, then sort of like uh, going from there. So, but uh, mm. you, you you mentioned all those guys there. You know, like I've. I've seen Declan Moore uh, doing very well in Ireland. Uh, Luke Porter, champion at Christie's, uh, doing well in France, and you know that's not always a uh, an, an easy thing to do. And and, and the others will bob up uh, at different times, uh, sort of like uh, during the year. But, uh, yeah, Uni's uh, doing. You, uh, you, you underestimate Uni at your peril. I'm sure oh, they'll they'll just churn them out. I mean, even the year before they sent Harry Potter over, and then here he's absolutely killing it in the Premiership. I see him on. The- Highlights tapes every week, so um, no, it's it, they do an amazing job in in, in helping players achieve their aspirational goals in rugby. We'll move on. Um, last year, nipping at their heels on the table was that team Northern Suburbs. Um, a lot of consistency. Uh, Zach Beer's third year at the helm there. I know he sort of started as assistant, but pretty much was the head coach from the get go. Um, a lot of teams uh, giving Norse a little tip of the hat, as in terms of. Uh, they should be thereabouts for Grand Final Day, Cash. Is that a bit of pressure on the Shawman? 
Well, you know, it obviously does sort of create things, but, it, you know, it, it also says something about uh, about what's happening at Norths there, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if, 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 if you look at uh, some of the players there, uh, George Thornton is 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 this uh, prop that they've got on board from uh, from Scotland. Apparently, he needed uh, quite a deal of uh, fifty plus uh, for the first couple of weeks there. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, he's uh, he's um, he's uh, you know uh, it's like a, a, a adapted well to the Australian way of doing things. And uh, uh, Hugh Sinclair came to training the uh, the uh, the the, uh, the other night, and he. Uh, tagged him as the uh, Norse Adrian Morlick, so he's, uh, he's 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 a prop who loves to uh, run with the ball and is is fairly destructive. But uh, you know, probably probably the one that uh, we should probably keep an eye on is uh, Nadolo. You know, see Nadolo, who's who's been in France. Uh, young, Your name rings a bell, Casio. No, uh, y- younger brother of and Nani. Uh, is uh, is going along sort of like uh, quite well. They picked up a, a couple of guys, uh, uh, Jale uh, Senawanu from uh, from Penrith, who's uh, who's probably the, uh, the hardest hitter in the shoot shield over the past couple of years. He was at Penrith, and a, and a couple of guys have come up from uh, from Canberra, which has been uh, which has been a been, been a good source of players for uh, Norse. Over the past couple of years, so, yeah. the only way they really leaked. There's a couple there. Heinrich Brendel is uh, yep. African boys uh, having a bit of uh, having a bit of a year off. So uh, having a year off means you uh, you start playing when the semi-finals start to come around. Mm. So, uh, I can see that happening. And also, yeah. Colin Winchester's gone up to Hunter to uh, have a crack at playing consistently at uh, at number ten. Yeah, fair enough. They're still really well served by such a you know great core. I thought James Margan's just come on leaps and bounds to be one of the leading uh, hookers in the comp. Reese Mao, um, outstanding. Harry Bury. I got a little look of Norse at the sevens. Not that's much of a, a yardstick down at Climber, but they look fit. They look organised. Um, the club looks in a really good space, Casho. I think you know just you know by judging from the outside looking in, it's it's really well run, and um, they look like they're poised uh, for a bit of a tilt this year. So. Exciting times for Norse. We'll move on uh, to Eastern Suburbs, where there has been a coaching change with Pauliasi Tamoipiao is headed into the Waratahs program as the forwards coach with DC. Um, New coach Simon Nebone has a uh, great pedigree in the game. Casho, uh, heavily involved in the Crusaders uh, um, program. Yeah, it was originally going to come over here to a to a, um, an academy sort of style of thing that was going to be run out of the University of Wollongong. But uh, it was all, yes. up, all sort of ready to go. Uh, and Rugby News uh, was one of the great backers of it. But uh, obviously with the, uh, 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 with, the, with the pandemic sort of kicking in, that, uh, that, that was sort of put on, on, on the back burner. So he was mm. looking for, uh, for something here in Australia and... Uh, Applied for uh, the job at East and uh, has, has, has done quite well to uh, to sort of get it. And uh, listen, I, I I noticed there's obviously a lot of people that he's pulled over from New Zealand, but uh, mm. it, it was very much part of the uh, the uh, the Crusaders Academy over there. So uh, we'll see how they go. Norse yeah. played them in a in a trial two weeks ago and uh, and were quite comprehensive uh, in defeating them. But uh, a trial's a trial's a trial, Burjo, as you know. 
trolls a mysterious beast, Casho. But yeah, that's interesting. I mean, if he's got um, that Crusaders IP in him, um, look out because we've seen great rugby minds like Simon Cron, who's coming back to Oz Rugby. Actually, we should talk about Cronny. And, um, yeah. you know, Rob Taylor, um, when they get their patterns embedded in a club and they've got the players they need, um, uh, beware. And they have got a big contingent of Waratahs that may trickle back towards the business end of the season, Casher. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, you know, there's uh, Alex Newsom um, and and varying others that uh, that will sort of come back and yeah, Will Harris, Jack Grant, you know, um, and, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're sort of formulate things from there. But uh, hope, hopefully, Will Harris is uh, involved. At, uh, a bit further up the tree, which uh, the way he's played, he's uh, sort of like going uh, very well. I, I, I must admit, I always thought he was a wee bit overhyped, but uh, from what I've seen from him this year, tell you what, he's changed changed my opinion of of, uh, of his Mate, play. He's very impressive. I, he needs to buy uh, Huey Sinclair a beer, though, after last week. Sinclair made an absolute cracking tackle in the corner, take the guy out, and then Harris is coming over and giving him a shove, and they reverse the penalty. <laughs> <laughs> There's a coach killer. I'm DC sitting in his lounge room. Uh, might have thrown something. <laughs> anyway, uh, mate, he's going really well. And, yeah, I think uh, his pedigree's always said he was going to maybe reach the top end of the game in Australia. And it looks that way at a young age. We'll head over to uh, talk about the Woodies, Eastwood. Um, grand finals in 2020, sort of uh, in that top four spot. Uh, always a strong club. Um a club that's always at the pointy end, uh, one of the leaders in the shoot shield. They had their big lunch this week. I think you got about 450 punters. Uh, a lot of the um, discussion at Eastwood's about the uh, the redevelopment um, in the Hills District. Obviously, they'll be leaving TG Milner. I think their plans to play at the new facility uh, from about 2024. Um, looks incredible. It's a bold, brave call. It's, it's upset a few people, but... I think everyone deep down realises that the demographics are changing at the Woodies. So exciting times uh, with the future not too far away. But I think uh, for this season, they'll, they'll probably be in the mix again, Casho. Oh, listen, you know, they, they weren't that far off. Obviously, uh, uh, you know, they made the grand final that uh, in 2020 against uh, against Gordon. And really, that you know, they, they weren't that far away from winning that game. And last year, they were mm. uh, very much in it. Obviously, very well coached. Uh, their their SNC program is uh, is highly professional. Uh, you know, there's you know there's been little or no outs from uh, uh, from their playing roster from uh, last year. I think they have lost Paddy Seo, which is a bit of a loss. Yeah. So he's been a big servant, but um, he was probably coming towards the end of his uh, his time somewhat. I thought, though, I think he might just be injured. He might 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 be a bit of a bad injury this okay, year. Yeah. I understand he's heading to Queensland, but uh, as okay. Paddy Keo, uh, Paddy Seo is uh, mm. injured, and Bart Picani and Devin Stoltz are, uh, are both both retiring. But you know, picked up a couple of, along the way. Uh, it's 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 a system there at uh, at, at Eastwood. They they know what they do. Uh, they do it well, and it wins games. It's it's won games for the past twenty years. And a lot of those have been premierships, so uh, I, I can see them being uh, very much in, in, in the mix come uh, the sharp end. Yeah, Ben Batcher, head coach at Eastwood, uh, made some interesting comments in your uh, article. I noticed about uh, new Waratahs coach Darren Cohen picking outside of the bubble of Uni, Ramwick, and East. I 
a little bit of uh, harmless banter there. But he's got a point. I think um, DC's sort of got that universal appeal, appeal across the shoot shield and, you know, maybe, um, you know, uh, we might start seeing a spade to spade. And if, if you deliver it uh, club footy, um, you're going to get the opportunity regardless of what club you're at. Well, you know, that's that's the way that's the way it should be, really, Virgo, isn't it? So. Oh, for sure, for sure. All right, um, we'll move to the north of the peninsula, uh, talk about uh, the Rats. Uh, there has been a couple of changes that Rats, not so much on the coaching front, but the administrative front. I know Phil Parsons, who's been president of the Ringer Rats for a good, oh, must be about 10 years, and was SAU president as well, um, long servant to rugby. I think he has been replaced as by Sue Barry Cotter, so uh, all the best of luck to uh, Sue. And I know... Greg Maher um, is coming in as general manager. He's got a wealth of experience uh, in rugby, particularly knows the Ringer Rugby Club inside and out. Um, I think that's a really good acquisition for the Rats, obviously having coached the side, and uh, he's well entrenched in the St. Augustine setup. So uh, they'll be looking to, uh, to to get a lot of runs on the board off the pitch. And, and Mike Rivens uh, coming back for his third year in charge of the Ratties. Uh, Ringer, I thought, showed signs of improvement um, last year from, from the previous Kasha. Yeah, and and probably like Norths, they're they're a, they're a club that has has been so like fairly consistent with uh, with with their playing staff. So they've they've, yep. they've had a had another year of working with them and all all, all that sort of stuff. So uh, and and at at their launch uh, a couple of uh, Fridays ago, I I found out that Hugh Margin uh, is coming home from Italy and he's available for uh, for the Shoot Shield. So that's a that's a tremendous fill-up uh, for the, the Rats. Not sure. I've heard that. Oh, yeah, that's a big, big, big back, big player back. Uh, round one, but we'll, we'll we'll see how that sort of pans out because they've, they've lost little on, on, on our players. Sam Needs at the time. Rory Sutter's heading uh, off to Italy. And, uh, yeah, they've, they've also picked up uh, Tom Connor from the, from the seven system. Harley Atwater's uh, back from Manly. And uh, a, a name that will be familiar to uh, a lot of people of my vintage, Fred Futrell, the, 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 the son of a famous father, uh, of a famous rat's father, is, uh, uh, has been in Japan and uh, is coming back to uh, give Sydney a bit, of, a bit of a crack. So, listen, you know, they, uh, they, they played some pretty good footy at, uh, at sort of different times. And uh, the more time together, the better they're going to get. And I, you know, I, I, I think they could possibly be top four side. To be honest, yeah, I think you're probably on the money there. I, I can see the same. Uh, I, I think they who they settle with at ten will be interesting. Obviously, Ben Mars back, but they had Dean Bloor, who is not there, I believe, this year. So, uh, you know, they just got to get their mix right. But um, you a, know. a lot of conjecture, Virgo. Uh, inside and outside the club about uh, about who is the, the the best number ten uh, mm. and the most dynamic one is uh, is Ma and uh, I think that's uh, that's the way they they're going to go. I think you'll notice later this week when the sides are announced that uh, he's the number ten. Obviously, coming off that uh, that leg injury from last year, he'll be he'll be fresh and ready to go. He looked. Uh, Fresh and ready to go as he uh, as he hopped into his uh, bacon and eggs at the <laughs> launch a couple of weeks back. 
I think it was his shoulder cash out. He did it score on a try against the Marlins from memory. <laughs> he, had a, he had a sore leg as well. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you got the scoop, mate. But uh, he'll be there somewhere. I'm sure he's, he's their outstanding uh, player at the moment. And uh, good luck to the Ratties for their season. Kicks off this weekend. I think they got Sydney Uni first up, do they, Cash? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they do at Red Park. So uh, good luck to them. Hopefully, hopefully they, they, they get a crack of crowd. We'll duck over to Chatswood to talk about Gordon. Um, Brian Melrose back on deck um, at the Stags. Um, they seem to have recruited quite well. Um, they haven't sort of recruited – I mean, they, they had obviously a big influx of players uh, probably in Darren's year. Uh, it was sort of has diluted a bit. Um, but they do have a good steady group of cults that have been populating the grade ranks and plenty of good players uh, coming through that system. So I think – Gordon uh, will be right in the mix uh, again, Casho. Oh yeah, 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 very much so. You know, you uh, you, you don't win a premiership uh, in the style that they did un- un- under DC in uh, in 2020, and then and then sort of drop away. Six wins from nine matches last year, and uh, listen, they really weren't that far far off the pace at all. And you you could see that they were building something there together. Another one of these sides, the more time they have on the field together, the, the better they're going to get and, uh, uh, you know, the, the more they're going to get uh, uh, what, Billy's, uh, what Billy's trying to get them to do, which is, uh, which is good. Yeah, certainly uh, under Billy would always play an attractive style of rugby and, um, you know, I've seen a bit of their trial footage. They, they look pretty slick uh, in, in certainly one game, and I think the other game didn't didn't sort of go their way. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how the Stags uh, crack on with the season. Um, we'll head over to Coogee to discuss Ramwick. Obviously, Benny McCormack's back there. Uh, they sat in seventh last year, which is uh, pretty much where Ramwick sat for a long time, I guess. Uh, we've been waiting for them to sort of tick into that finals set up, and I, I'm, I'm thinking that this year might be the year where they, they really try and push uh, to get a get a taste of finals foot, footy. Yeah, it's it, it's it's hard to get a real sort of like uh, gauge on, on where Ramwick are. You know, they've, they've been knocked around at different times by uh, rep commitments. Um, you know, they've had guys coming in and out from – from the Sevens program and the Waratahs and this and that. And, you know, it's it's probably like they haven't had that settled group of players that uh, that helps to win shoot shield competitions, have they? So mm. hopefully, uh, you know, they'll build on those five wins from nine matches from uh, from, from from last year. But uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Benny McCormack, very good coach, uh, you know, wouldn't be uh, – wouldn't be um, – you know, um, wouldn't wouldn't be out of place uh, in some some of the rip sort of situations. So uh, yeah, good man too. Yeah, I think the Ramick sort of conundrum about why it sort of hasn't translated into grade has certainly lasted far longer than than McCormack's tenure. It's uh, you know they've they've got it all. It seems from the outside, you know that the uh, Colts program is excellent. They got the alignment with the uh, University of New South Wales. They've got a great uh, facility at Latham Park in terms of training facilities. Um, but obviously, they have populated a lot of outstanding Colts players into higher honours quickly. And it's probably caused stability in the grade ranks, but. Um, you know, it's it's lovely, and we we all love uh, seeing our players go under higher honours. That's that's what we're here for at the end of the day. <laughs> but as 
people uh, involved in clubs like you and I, Casho, and, and certainly people at Ramick. They always want to see when it's going to when is it going to deliver for the club that they love the most. So I'm sure Benny McCormack is hoping um, this is that year. And, you know, with an extended final spot, that's a good a chance as you ever is for, to, to sneak into some finals footy. We'll, um... Actually, Burger, before we move on from that, it's, it's, it's an interesting uh, conundrum about uh, having a successful Colts program mm-hmm. um, and, and, and a lot of those players not transitioning well to, uh, to grade footy. I was involved with, with, a, with a Norse uh, Colts program for probably 10 years in the early 2000s, and, 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 and our mantra was, listen, you know, it's, it's great to win some footy, but what we're trying to do is to equip you guys to play grade footy. And those are the sort of guys that go up, maybe play third grade in the first year, second grade, and then all of a sudden on the, you know, the uh, in, in the third year, they're playing good first grade footy. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting balancing thing. Uh, and, and 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 you you've just got to you've just got to keep uh, keep uh, you know uh, what's what, what's the sailing term for it um, you know uh, uh, you got me mate I'm not much of a sailor <laughs> oh, you keep on tack aren't you a member of the skiff club I am but that's just a token uh, membership mate we know nothing about sailing you, oh, you, I just... you've got to keep trimming the mainsail so to speak we'll discuss. How things are going at Southern Districts. Todd Loudon's uh, now been there. I think it's his fourth season, third or fourth season. Uh, it's always been a long rebuild. Um, I enjoy um, he, he writes the club newsletter every now and again, keeps um, the stakeholders up to date with what he's doing with the program. It seemed for a long time he'd coming off a long bow and uh, building the Colts program. And, um, you know, he, he's talking now that they should be pushing into the finals positions and, uh, he's hoping they'll get players back at the right end of the year to compete uh, with some of the other sides. He's, he's had a bit of a disruptive trial period, but I guess everybody else has. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how the Rebels uh, get things into into the season. They got Manly on the weekend down at Foreshaw. So uh, yeah, what are your vibes out of uh, Southern Districts, Kasha? Well, the, the, the vibe is win all your home games and then uh, and then and see what happens on the road. And I think that's. The attitude that these guys have, uh, have have got to take, you know, perhaps later in the year that, that you know they're going to pick up a Jed Holloway, uh, uh, the uh, Tetra Faulkner maybe might uh, might um, uh, you know uh, come into play at uh, at sort of different stages. Uh, the, uh, the the back rower from Japan, Warren Versaccio, uh may, may well appear at uh, at some stages. So. You know, there's, there's the makings of very, a very good side there. But uh, what they've got to do is, uh, well, on the weekend, they've got to start with a win at home and then and then uh, see what happens from there. But very much uh, sort of like week to week. Todd's obviously a, an excellent coach and uh, mm. is guiding this club, uh, I think, in a good positive direction. So, uh, you know, their uh, you know, they're, they're, they're cults have uh, improved considerably over the last... So like a couple of years, and uh, yeah, there's there's enough talent there to uh, uh, to win consistently at your, your level. Yeah, they're a great club, and I think that's right. If they can win their home games, it's a turn it into a tough place to play, which it always has been. Um, you know, they'll be there or thereabouts, and, and hopefully get a taste of finals footy in 2022. 
We'll head uh, as far north as we can go uh, up to the Hunter Wildfires. Bubba Coleman uh, back on deck uh, to coach the boys around this year. So, yeah, Hunter uh, did start to trick up the table a bit uh, last season. And how they shaped up for this this year, Kasha? Well, you know, it's, um, it's obviously another big influx of players coming, uh, mm. coming into the wildfires. And, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's something that they've, they've, they've really got to uh, work their way through at, uh, at, at this particular time. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's never going to be easy uh, for a start-up organisation. So what I'm hoping is, uh, is, is they actually get a bit, of, uh, uh, a, a bit of time to sort of come together Bubba's, Bubba Coleman's a, a very good coach and, uh, you know, they've, they've, they've picked up some uh, some pretty handy gets there. So uh, I, I, I think they'll be mid-table, to be honest. So, uh, and you know, mm. uh, that's going to be a good thing. But, uh, you know, the, uh, the the economic background to uh, to uh, the, 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 the uh, rugby game in the Hunter is, is very, very positive. So... Uh, they're an important part of the shoot shield. Yeah, there's a big expat of um, Sydney siders that have links with Sydney clubs that are now uh, settled up in Newcastle and, and they're getting on to the games and the record's fantastic. It's a buzzing scene up there in, in Newcastle, uh, good university, lots of young families, so uh, they're really loving their footy and it's been a great addition to the shoot shield thus far and obviously they want to make sure it's sustainable and um, I'm looking forward to getting up there at some point this season. Uh, we'll head over to West Harbour, um, where Mark Godmanson has uh, handed the reins over to Joe Barricat, a very experienced coach. Um, but I suspect, um, in typical West Harbour fashion, they won't lose anything in playing style next season. No, no, no. Uh, it will be, uh, you know, knowing uh, knowing Joe, they'll be uh, they'll be very um, very physical, uh, set piece, uh, and you know, like. Uh, a bit of um, a, a, a bit of gas on the edges. So uh, you know, like uh, Joe's coming from uh, uh, some time uh, away, uh, and he's he's obviously got uh, some new eyes on uh, what's what's been going on there. So uh, great to see that uh, that 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 he's there, and uh, hopefully they'll uh, they'll come together quickly because there were times during last year when. Things weren't going that flash. Uh, mm. the lower grades, other bits and pieces like that. So, uh, yeah, you know, they'll they'll obviously get uh, people like Carlo Tassoni, uh at, at at the back end of uh, of Super Rugby. So that's that's really going to add to um, you know their, their playing stocks there. Yeah, it'd be an interesting project. There's also a big uh, redevelopment happening at Concord. Do we know how how that's tracking along? Probably not that well, given how bloody wet it's been. <laughs> No, no, no. I think uh, I think it's uh, sort of coming together, some, like uh, uh, quite well. I, I think I saw some pictures uh, on 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 their uh, on, on their socials about uh, about where it's at, and uh, I think the West Tigers are going to uh, be populating that 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 as well. So uh, yeah, it's uh, should should be a a fantastic high performance facility. So are they playing at a Dremoyne Oval again this season? Uh, mate, I'm, to be honest, I'm uh, I'm not too sure. Actually, not too. Just sure. reading a drawer, it says Concord. Is it? I don't think it was ready. Anyway, I'm sure we'll find out shortly. Uh, we will discuss the Marlins. Um, new coach Phil Blake, a returning coach who's had two previous stints at the club, 
uh, coach I know very well. Um, Blakey's come in after uh, Matt McGoldrick, and certainly uh, they've had a very productive pre-season. I know they've uh, been training very hard. Um, club's certainly not got the, uh, would you say, uh, level of stock it's probably had in previous years. It's probably starting from a, a pretty low base. And um, Matt's been great in giving a lot of guys opportunities in first grade, so that will serve them well. Um, but uh, it, it's still certainly, I, th- I think Manly's still got a, a big, big job this year to, to start pushing back towards those finals places. Um, but Blakey's certainly come in and is um, very determined to uh, turn the place around. Um, I had a good look at them at the sevens. They look very fit, uh, very sort of together. He's built a good spirit. Um, he's not um, opened the door to anyone that wants to be, you know, cruising for training one or two nights a week if you've got to be fully in. So I think he's building uh, the core of a squad that that, that might push up the table uh, in coming seasons. How they go this year is, is probably anyone's guess, but... Um, Oh, Blake, he'll be going all guns blazing this weekend to start the season with a bang. So if they get momentum, you know, I think a lot of Manly season is going to depend if they uh, get players available like your Max Douglas um, coming in the side. You know, he may, may play this weekend if he's not the Waratahs bench. So that will, will help a lot. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year um, for the Marlins. What, what have you learned uh, from, from Manly? What I've, what I've heard and what I know, Blakey always surrounds himself with good people. So uh, and he, he's also brought uh, Damien Cummins into the mix. So I believe. So uh, yeah, yep. the old yep. the old turtles uh, back in town. Uh, you know, obviously uh, went and uh, had a sabbatical at uh, Warringah and picked up a premiership in when was it twenty seventeen? So twenty seventeen. Uh, yep. Twenty seventeen. So uh, been doing some work at Scots College, but. Uh, and I think he's still there, actually. So, but uh, I think with Turtle Miles Dorian's come in as well, and um, Chris Deleuze, I think from Sydney University that Blakey's brought across. So um, there's certainly some good signs out of the program itself uh, to where the Mullins sort of want to go. Um, how they go this year is honestly, I've got no no idea how they're going to end up. But uh, uh, they'll be wanting to to play finals footy, but. Um, We'll see how it sort of sort of translates uh, beginning this weekend. But as, as you know, uh, manly sides that do well start the season well. I think that's pretty difficult for them to uh, to actually uh, get off on the right foot. Yeah, they've always been good front runners. Not quite had it towards the end, but uh, that's probably because we never really had a great deal of guys and representatives. But manly is quite well represented, I think, at the Waratahs this year. So who knows? Um, you know, they'll be they'll be looking to. Uh, to, to push on up. Um, let's discuss, uh, well, I was going to discuss Penrith. <laughs> not there anymore, so that was probably not a good segue. Uh, final team to discuss, um, and probably the most talked about team in the off-season, um, given all the positive thing that's happening um, out there, is the Western Sydney Two Blues. Uh, obviously just unveiled the new Eric Tweeddale Stadium, which apparently is absolutely fantastic. Manly had a trial there, and the boys told me it was, it was brilliant. Um, so yeah, it's uh, certainly people are hoping that, that Western Sydney's fortunes will turn around um, under Silosi Tajitakibau, who's the new head coach. Well, yeah, yeah, you know that's uh, that's very much the case. Uh, club footy, Virgil, as you know, being a being a former Manly president, it it tends to be a bit of a numbers game from uh, from time to time, and uh, I, I noticed from. Uh, from my scanning of uh, the quotes on rugby news and all that sort of stuff, that uh, 
but the two blues have been getting probably about 140 players to their uh, to their uh, uh, twice weekly uh, training sessions, and you know that's uh, that's pretty damn good. So uh, and mm, yeah, it's fantastic. You know, there's a sprinkling of uh, of talented sort of like uh, players there. So uh, you know, the uh, Alex Daybeck is uh, going to be their captain this year. They picked up uh, Tavita Furna. Who um, who played for the Waratahs a couple of weeks back, and uh, uh, DC is uh, steering in, 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 into um, into the uh, the two Blues. Manasa Rokasuka is uh, going to join him from uh, from mm-hmm. He's essentially played second grade over over the last sort of period of time, so he, he's he's ready to step up. So uh, you know, there's there's some experience, and you know, there's, there's some pure talent there. So uh, it's yeah. up to Celesi to uh, to uh, to shape them and uh, pat them on the bum and send them out there and get them to win. Absolutely, it does feel like there's been a bit of that Waratahs IP going into the place, um, like uh, like Darren getting involved and, and assisting rebuilding the place a bit because it's pretty clearly important to have Western Sydney strong and, and and they really need needed that support and hopefully from here they can sort of find their feet and 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 be a sustainable club because we need uh, the bottom feeding the top. Um, and I think a lot of these sides that were down the lower end are going to start pushing up the table. So uh, should make for an interesting round one, which starts this Saturday. Uh, we've got Eastern Suburbs taking on Norse at Wallara. That's an absolutely cracking game to get things underway. Eastwood and Ramick at TG Milner. Uh, Ringer and University at Pitwater Rugby Park, another awesome matchup. Southern Districts and Manly um, down at Foreshore. Hunter Wildfires taking on Gordon and Western Sydney taking on West Harbour at the Eric Tweedell Stadium. Where will you be, Cash? Are you going to head out to uh, Wallara this weekend, mate? Well, I'm, I'm just tossing up whether I head to the East-North game or uh, Warringah-Sydney Uni. And uh, mm. the fact that I emceed uh, North's uh, golf day and uh, and Susan Lodge uh, a couple of days ago, I think means I might head to Wallara. Yeah, that's probably a smart move, but you couldn't go wrong with either of those fixtures. What's the go this year, mate, if uh, players contract COVID? So say uh, your, your, your two props uh, go out in the town, maybe go to the boat shed in Manly one night and pick up COVID at the pub and uh, get to training on a Tuesday and they're crook and got to isolate for seven days. Is the um, is the shoot shield or the powers that be the SRU going to offer dispensation? Are they going to are they going to abandon matches? Are they going to uh, go to uncontested scrums pre-games? What's what are you hearing in that regard? Well, I, I heard this last uh, last Friday uh, after the um, uh, Ringer actually had to forfeit their, their trial from that weekend, and East had to forfeit their trial. That uh, a, a little uh, email went out from uh, the Sydney Rugby Union saying. No games will be postponed or cancelled. Uh, it's ne- the philosophy has to be next man up, and you've got to prepare for that. So uh, that's that's a very interesting uh, sort of scenario there. And uh, listen, in in these times, it makes a lot of sense, Burjo, doesn't it? Mate, I might dust the boots off. If there's a, if there's a crisis, it could be could be close to a cap. We know I'm left in the peninsula if, you know, half the, half the team goes down. Well, you, you, you could be uh, – that might, may well be something you regret the next morning perhaps. But anyway, I'll leave I think that so. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think I'll be doing that. But, uh, mate, I'll be watching from the lounge room given my uh, isolation period. But uh, we'll keep in touch. We'll check out the footy. and I can't wait to rip in. Thanks so much, Casho, for uh, jabbing on the show and appreciate all the hard work you've done. It's a huge job going uh, calling around all the coaches and, and getting the intel. But hopefully we've given our listeners uh, something to chew over as uh, we head on back to shoot shield season, the best time of the year. Can't wait for it. Got to love it.